Welcome back, welcome back. You're still tuned in to Radio Pulpit right here on 657 on a Friday evening. Every reason you need to be grateful and thankful to God for the fact that you made it to Friday. It's already the weekend. It is after 6 p.m. So you are officially in the weekend. Uh, we're having a conversation with Ubafana Nyandeni. Um, and he is a man who prides himself in wearing many hats. Personally, I feel very overwhelmed uh, when I have to do a number of things or explore an, a, a numerous different talents of mine. I prefer to just stick with one thing at a time. So we're going to talk to Ubafana about how does he manage to do what overwhelms the rest of us. Uh, how are you doing, bro? <laughs> Oh, good, man. Wow. <laughs> Making it sound like I'm doing like a thousand different things. <laughs> no, you are doing quite a number of things. I think a lot of people uh, would definitely look at what you're doing and think you must be a superman. But I, I know Ooh. that uh, you yourself are only human. So we want to dig into that. So uh, tell us what exactly are the things that you're doing apart from your nine to five. Uh, what are your creative aspirations currently? Uh, okay, apart from 9 to 5, um, well, the first one is I'm a poet, mm-hmm. a published poet, um, mm-hmm. and somewhat performative uh, poet too. Okay. Also, I'm a writer. I write screenplays and short stories. Um, then I'm a budding filmmaker, turning the screenplays into short films. Also mm. a YouTuber. Mm vlogs shows and just poetry on youtube on the screen yeah yeah so as you're speaking i'm sure my audience is listening right now and thinking to themselves (laughs) okay given had a very good point (laughs) (laughs) no No, thank you so much for for joining us tonight man um and i'm very interested or rather i'm very excited in the conversation we're getting into um first of all what led you into poetry? Uh, poetry. I don't know. I think it was mostly um, an outlet for me because mm-hmm. I think I was shy as a kid and writing was just because I like reading a lot. So oh. writing was my next, was like the next closest thing to express, expression. So I found I that first because I wrote, I was like what you would consider a bedroom poet for like four years before I actually went onto the stage. Okay. So just to be comfortable with like my own words and stuff and and uh thoughts first. So yeah, that's that's why I found poetry to just like oh. be able to just put emotion and, Did... and be able to live in my own world for a while. <laughs> Did your journey yeah. in poetry inspire your move and shift into doing more uh, video uh, form of expression or video type of art, or was it yeah. just is is it how was how did that transition happen? Yeah, it was because the first time I actually ever released a video or had like an idea to release a video like on the social media platform. Yeah, it was for one of my poems. I was trying to promote the poems on my Facebook. So I was like, let me just record and shoot like some short films based on these poems. And then that's how I actually recorded my first film. And, and then from there, it just went on to shooting more and more videos outside of Poet. So yeah, mm. Poet really definitely had like, it played a big role. Actually, the the pivotal role in how I approached videos oh. in the first place, yeah. I see. I completely get what you mean. I love that, right? So it's sort of like you actually discovered a passion of yours 
while you were busy yeah. trying to enhance the experience of your first passion that you had discovered. So it was sort of accidental yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly true. Yeah, that's that's, that's how it basically came about. I see, I see. So in essence, you are Mr. Author, uh, Mr. Poet, mm. um, also doing performance <laughs> poetry, and you're also doing YouTube as a YouTuber. Um, you're a vlogger. Yeah. And all these things in their own <laughs> respect are like their businesses in like independently right um so i want to find out what what exactly have you found that has attracted you in uh, are you a person who watches a lot of youtube yeah yeah myself i do i do is it i I found most of the information actually on youtube even the inspiration to create more youtube videos comes from from youtube YouTube itself itself. That's fantastic, yeah, man. I'm, look, I'm, I'm also that kind of a person. And I know that South Africa is increasingly watching more YouTube than they are watching uh, traditional television, uh, which, is, which yeah. is something that opens a very interesting conversation. Um, I know that a lot of parents would wonder why their kids are beginning to buy ring lights, uh, wanting cameras, you know, <laughs> wanting to make videos yeah. in their rooms, because these are actually the people that they look up to. Um, and I, yeah. I, I want to know um, what are what are your thoughts on YouTube becoming more of a something that a person can pursue as a career within Africa, right? Uh, no, I, I know that yeah. for other countries, it's much easier for someone to pursue a career um, as a YouTuber or as a vlogger or even as a, an Instagram influencer. But what yeah, have you? Creator, yeah. yeah what are what are your thoughts on being a content creator and living within south africa or at the broader context of africa um yeah i feel like it's you should be so like even the, just the social media space it, mm-hmm. it's it's opening a lot of of doors and a lot of careers that we, we didn't even imagine would be possible right that's true so i feel like the push for especially us in africa apart from like access to internet or electricity all those things i feel like we would be so much further mm-hmm. and like the countries we even look up to you know, like your americas and united kingdoms mm. if uh we had like a buy-in from your corporate uh you see as soon as i, I feel like as soon as we breach that gap between uh what corporates view as traditional advertising and you and seeing youtube and social media as like a space that they can also sell their products then i feel like our content creation will also have we can actually say start saying that i want to have a career in in youtube i want want a career as a youtuber but for now it's it's very very hard to to actually make it in there you just have to you have to let the passion push through for you before you Mm. can actually even think of let me go this way in order to make like to have like a source of income because right now it's we can count the number of people who are who have YouTube, especially YouTube in South Africa, yeah. as like their main source of income. Because, and I feel like the main reason and the main hindrance of this is because corporate is not yet has not yet bought in fully to mm. like what YouTube and what social media can do for their brands. Mm. But I feel like we're going there, so that's why a lot of people, a lot, not, right now, we have a lot of YouTubers who are not exactly making money, but like the YouTube space in South Africa is growing so much because that's what people already are seeing. They're like, I can make a career out of this. Mm. Whatever happens, it's going to catch up to me. It will find me on the platform already. 
Oh, I completely understand what you mean. So basically, get on it, even though it doesn't yet pay as well as it could. Do it, and then you will continue developing the skills. By the time it starts paying and appreciating you, you will have advanced and gained so much um, knowledge as well. Yeah, so I I really, really love your perspective. But now here's a question I have for you, uh, Mr. Nyandeni. You you mentioned the fact that for now you have to allow the passion to push. Um, And I want to ask you this from a more personal uh, perspective, like in terms of, you are currently working your nine to five, right? And you're trying to balance that with being a creative or being a content creator. Um, do you yeah. feel that um, if, if, or, or let, me, let me rather make the example this way, you, you either have one choice, right, in life, you can't split yourself up. Do you sometimes mm. feel like the time you spend doing your content creation takes away from your growth and trajectory in in your in your nine to five or just your corporate career do you feel like if you took the time you spent in making videos and dedicated it to growing in the corporate space do you ever feel like you're losing on what you could become in your career (laughs) i had to go there i had to go there Wow, man, that's yeah, that's a toughie. Um, yeah, in all honesty, like you said, you can't, we can't split ourselves. So yeah, because I've given uh, like my nine to five, I've limited it to nine to five mostly, unless mm-hmm. there's like extra work that's needed. Yeah, that's true. I do feel like I'm, I've taken a lot of time from like my work development. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually thinking about this. Like, I've, if I wanted to develop more, I would have to sacrifice creative time. I see. Because if I wanted to develop something more from work, I would have to sacrifice the creative time. So, But I feel like because um, the way I grew up and the way I saw art and creativity, it was like the first passion even before the 9 to 5. So I feel like it's, a, it's not really a loss because... Mm-hmm. I'm already, I already feel like I'm working towards more the, the creative side while the 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 nine to five has to balance like my lifestyle and while I'm still pushing, like I said, I'm pushing the patient for now without, you know, the actual income. So because the the future the future plans are to go um into creative into the creative space full time, then I feel like it's not really a loss. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely sacrificing a lot of development time on that career path. All right. Give us even give us weekend, Give us an idea of uh, projects that you've worked on that have excited you or projects that you feel like uh, stand out. Um, I know that you've done a documentary and I've, I've yeah. actually checked it out. I think it was the documentary you did of how artists are surviving during lockdown. Um, give yeah. us a, a bit of how your artist or creative bio looks like currently. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's actually growing. Uh, apart from the... Apart from that uh, documentary, I just recently did uh, a student film with a friend of mine as mm-hmm. a producer and actor mm-hmm. for that one. So that adds. And then I did also did like some, a couple, let's call them corporate videos. I did like a couple of corporate videos for different, for some clients, which were also good. Mm-hmm. And then I also just recently ventured into creating storylines based on like events like event storylines and cutting that and putting them into video forms instead of like shooting just like an event video so 
I, I was I was the last the last thing I did last year, so it's it's really growing. The exciting thing now is that I'm working on a on a short film that we are shooting based on a on a on a music song on a like a hip hop song. Okay. So we're trying to get that into like a short film, like a nice ten minute short film. That's the one thing I'm currently working on, and that's my own project. Right oh, now. okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. you're very much interested in telling grounded stories. Um, Because I remember even with your documentary, you did it in such a way that you were telling people stories. Um, So like it's stories that anyone can relate to, even if you're a musician or not. Um, I mean, yeah. And I I love that approach of yours. Now, what would you say is the responsible thing to do? So I know that there's a lot of us here in South Africa, including myself, who watch these very successful YouTubers. um, And there's something very important that you said, right? You're saying that um, do it now and do it very diligently now, like push the passion, as we say um, in our circles, pushy passion. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, there there are one of my favorite YouTubers is MKPHD. Um, and him, Marquez Brownlee, started doing YouTube when he was 11, I think. Um, and he only started yeah. making money like when he was, I think, in high school, uh, when he actually started seeing it uh, bear fruit uh, so you can imagine from 11 and now he is in his late 20s so you mm. can imagine how long it took for him he had to make vi- by the time he had posted 100 videos he only had 78 followers wow, you understand yeah, what I mean that's, yeah that's the push that's the push yeah exactly now the thing mm. the thing I want us to not be ignorant of is the fact that sometimes when you're trying to push passion you some people push it so much that they don't realize that they're not able to strike a balance uh, between growing corporately, uh, maybe even just living a balanced life, like going to gym, eating healthy, having relationship with your family. What would you say is the responsible thing for a young South African to do right now if they have an interest in uh, pursuing a career on YouTube? Um, oh, that's a tough one. That's another tough one. Right, ask you right. questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It depends on, like, I would say it depends on what stage of uh, of life you are in. But starting mm. out, I, I feel like the best way to start out is when you are still, like, in school, high, whether high school or versus. Mm. Because there, I feel like life still allows you to, to fail. Like, when you're still in school, life allows you to fail. Life allows you to try your hand at different things uh, exactly. before they tell you to come and tell you that there's responsibilities and things. But even after that, we just like as a semi-adults or living like now, mm-hmm. having like uh, extended responsibilities, I feel like the, the most responsible thing to do is like you said, like to maintain a balance. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Um, in pushing the passion, you should also uh, remember that uh, you also need to like be a contributing member of society unfortunately so uh, also like getting like corporate development is not only just for you to uh contribute as a member of society but it can also help you to make the passion uh to make chasing the patient easier because it gives you access to things you wouldn't normally have without like the actual funds so you know if Mm. you try other avenues of getting the funds to make you to enable you to push your patience then it's easier than to look at it that way to like to find a balance in that way because like if you have life balance then you can actually tell stories from your own life 
if you are into telling stories. And if you have like a job, you can have used that job to find your patient anyway. So oh, I don't I feel see. like you can give the one either or you can just this is to maintain a balance as long as you know what you're working towards. Yeah, and I'm also thinking right now, right, that there must be parents who are listening to this and they're thinking to they can yeah. see their kids being interested in doing this YouTube thing. And obviously, if you're a responsible parent, you don't want your kid to pursue something that will distract them from pursuing a career they can rely on, which I can honestly yeah. say that that is a legitimate and good approach. Um, it's a legitimate yeah, um, feeling to have towards your children, wanting to protect yeah. them from wasting their time. Now, I want to know from your perspective, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. um, Bafana, from your perspective, what would would you say to the parent right because i'm imagining right now that if i have a child i would want i would want my child to go ahead and pursue uh, their passion for for youtube i would buy them the yeah. equipment because if i involve myself in the process i feel like i can guide my child into just how much time they get to spend in their YouTube oh, passion, yeah. right? So if I'm buying you a camera yeah. and I'm buying you a mic, I can easily say, look, I'm going to let you do this, but you need to promise yeah. me if I buy you the equipment, you need to commit to not spending w way too much time on this. We need to have yeah. that as an agreement that you're also going to yeah. focus on your school. You're also going to focus on studying. And if you're, the child is old enough to start working, you need to, to focus on getting a job that can actually provide for you while you pursue this. So what are yes, your thoughts yes. on that? What would you advise the parent? I mean, yeah, that, that exactly. And um, if a child, especially if the child is still in school, right? Yeah. It's for... Yeah. The best thing for parents, especially in this new generation, the best thing for parents is to learn and to, to themselves study these new fields that the kids are trying to get into. Mm. And remember how when we were growing up, they always pushed us to be like a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, right? Mm -hmm. So right now, because all these fields are, are, are changing, and the one thing is kids still listen to their parents. So if parents like study and learn, what careers are around, like surround like what your youtube space is what a, a musician is in this time then you can help them direct them to get the corporate gigs that are going to help them with their actual passion with like mm. their youtube passion they are, they are there now like we have a whole new range of careers that people can actually make a life out of outside of just youtube and outside of just social media but which can link back to that social media so if parents like you said invest in their child's um passion they can do that by also investing in their child's education towards that that patient and into things that are actually going to help them maintain that patient even when they are not around so yeah that what you said and also you know learning what's the best way what's the best skills to go into uh in, in terms of career and in terms of study Oh, yeah, no, I completely understand what you mean. No, man, you've really, yeah. uh, I think you've given us a really broad scope and understanding of what exactly the life of a, a real South African or a person living in South Africa or the context of our continent, right? Um, what exactly do yeah. they go through? And the fact that I know I mentioned you as being a person who wears many hats, but at the same time, I understand that you're human, right? You have siblings, you have friends, uh, you have certain issues that you have to deal with in your own life. So it's not all, it's not like you wake up in the morning with uh, a Superman sign on your chest and you're ready to <laughs> tackle all of these uh, challenges that you've set before you. Um, so I think it's yeah, important for that to be understood that 
great things are not always accomplished by supermen. It's regular people um, who make yeah, mistakes true. and learn to pick themselves up. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, and thank you for just oh, giving you. us an idea of what the content creator space in our own context looks like. Um, we, I really, oh, we really appreciate you. your time. So just give us um, your social media handles as well as where your content can be accessed uh, before we jump over to listening to a nice song um, and continuing mm-hmm. with our lineup for tonight. Oh, yeah. thanks, thanks for having me, man. Um, my, most of my content is found on YouTube. Uh, it's Kwane. K-W-A-N-E on YouTube and then everywhere else I am Bafana Nyande on all the socials. Awesome, awesome. Bafana Nyandeni. Um, and you said yes, on sir. on YouTube? It's Kwane. Kwane. K-W-A. Yeah, K-W-A-N-E. Oh, there we go. Kwane. Ah, that yes, is Bafana sir. Nyandeni taking on the the creative space. Um, I'm looking forward to one day seeing him on a TV show. You know when you know a person <laughs> and you've interviewed them and then they just blow up big and you're like, I know that guy. <laughs> no man i'm looking That's forward scary. to the number and i'm also excited for you in terms of the things you learn throughout your journey and with that said you're mm-hmm. still tuned into i am live right here on radio pulpit 6 5 7 a.m and we have a lot more in store for you so do stay tuned for now we're taking a breather and we'll be back right after this